Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. Hello, and welcome back to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly. And I'm your host. And if you're new here, thank you so much for choosing to tune in. I'm excited that you are now part of this community. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Let's dive into today's topic. Today's topic is something that has been at the forefront of my awareness since listening to Abraham Hicks again recently. So Abraham Hicks has been somebody that I listened to their talks and really does bring me into this deeper space of source energy and alignment just with the way in which she articulates the words and my body, mind, and spirit translate it. And something that every time she would bring up really resonated with me, one, because it is the work in which I'm intended to do in this lifetime. Two, it is the work that I currently do for other people and other women. And three, because it is still something that I am still unraveling within my own life. And that topic is the topic of the self. And as I say that, I am thinking of a capital self, capital S self. And when we think of the word self by itself, We think of me, right? We think of um, myself. And when we break that down a little bit, oftentimes we think about who we are within this physical manifestation, within this physical consciousness. And at the very same time, it is also connected to the bigger self, which is source energy that is also a part of who we are. So we are comprised of this spiritual self source consciousness, as well as this physical consciousness that we see, taste, touch, hear, and smell with our senses. And the topic of being and connecting with our sense of self is what I want to dive into today because I think that many of us oftentimes hear the word selfish or self, 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 self. And we're just like, like gag me now. Like, what is this all about? Why does it matter? I know who I am. I am this body. I am this role. I'm a mom. My name is such and such. I'm married to so-and-so and I live here and I was born here and my parents are so-and-so and so-and-so. And it's like, That is the physical manifestation of the self within this lifetime. But the bigger self is deeper, but still connected to the physical self. Now, let me explain. So we think of us as we're moving through this 3D reality. We go to work, we have relationships, friendships, um, our own experiences within our own minds with certain things. 
And that is very unique. That perspective is very unique. Now, it's not to say that other people can't see it or don't see it because it is a part of the sense world, meaning if we're talking about your perspective, let's say, in your job, okay? Your perspective is this is your job, this is your role, this is how much money you have, and that is a part of the self. Other people can also peer in and see that, right? But the bigger self that we're talking about that is connected to source is the feeling, is the experience that's happening on the back end of the physical experience, okay? Because when we think of ourselves as being selfish, we think of it being very self-centered, but really selfish is more about understanding where you are and how you feel in a situation, in a circumstance, in a conversation, in order to partake in the physical. You see? So to reiterate that again, there is the source energy that is behind this bigger self that I like to say with the capital S. And that is our inner being, essentially. It is the spiritual stuff that we're comprised of that is still communicating with us, is is still interacting with us in an experience, but is having a completely different sidebar happening, okay? Now, in this same physical reality, you might see somebody who is very wealthy and everything comes easily to them. They're always happy. And you're like, wow, that person like has it made like blah, 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 blah. They either, they're either, you know, cheating or taking shortcuts or they're just lucky or all these different things, right? And that perspective is that perspective of the one other self looking at the other self. And when we begin to tap into that perspective, it's easier for those who are on a lower vibrational frequency that cannot meet that higher vibrational frequency that they're looking at to oftentimes judge, point the finger, critique, make these preconceived notions as to how they got there, the whole nine, right? So somebody else in the same situation might peer into that person who is very joyous and very happy and very, you know, lucky, quote unquote, everything works out for them, synchronicities, this whole nine. And somebody may look into that perspective and say, wow, this person knows how to do life. I would love to learn from this person. I would love to grow from this person, right? I want to feel that way. I want to live that way. Okay, and then there too is another perspective. So when we're talking about selfish, we're beginning to tap into a deeper integral understanding of being able to have and hold an awareness of ourselves and where we are energetically, not only 
what we're thinking about, but vibrationally what we're feeling in circumstances. And I'm using an example of other people peering into to another person, but this could really take form in various different ways. And when we begin to recognize that those situations are snippets and invitations to change our perspective and get into a higher vibrational frequency by recognizing what it is that we don't want or what it is that we do want in those circumstances. But oftentimes, because the world is the way that it is and most people prefer to gravitate towards things that are heavier and negative on the news and society and everything, it's just the energy that we're accustomed to, it's easier for people to avoid it. It's easier for people to dismiss it and then go back right to that type of energetic frequency in the next thing that they do, right? That inner critic um, of self, perhaps, or that critic of other is one and the same. But when we're able to peer in and be observant of our own singular experience, that is when a door cracks open and we could say, wow, I was like really, really happy and engaged doing this particular hobby or modality. I'm going to continue doing it. That is your inner being telling you, stay here in this frequency. The longer you're in a higher vibrational frequency, the longer that you will stay there and the more that you will attract more of the same into your frequency. Okay? And when we are looking at our senses, our senses are sensing our experience. But if you know, and I'm sure that you do, because we're not dumb diddy dum dum here on the Woo Woo Woman podcast community, your senses can only pick up a fraction of what is actually vibrationally there for each and every sense and beyond. Okay? So you know that this, there's this color spectrum. You know there's this sound spectrum. You know there's this taste spectrum. You know that there's the sensation spectrum. You know that there's this hearing spectrum. And you're literally in one dot on this almost infinite line of what isness. Okay? So when you are finite and so attached and anchored into your quote-unquote reality, you have to remind yourself that the reality that you see as in your physical manifestation or the senses are slight snippets of the experience and possibilities that are actually in that very moment for any given person. But yet you hold true and grip your perspective. And this could be a perspective of a situation or this could be a perspective of yourself. And you're like, okay, yeah, Shelly, but I live in reality. Well, like I mentioned, the reality that you are living is your perspective of. And here's the thing. Your perspective of is equivocal to all of your beliefs and all of your habits 
and all of your past experiences in this lifetime and others dictating this perception and you reiterating the experience. But you have also been gifted free will. But you have also been gifted the opportunity and the ability to change belief systems. And then there's the choice. And the beautiful thing is, is that in any given moment, you are always given a choice. But how do we make the right choices? How do we know that the choice that we are stepping into is in alignment with us and what and where we're going? Human design and tapping into your natal chart are really, really great tools. But the blanket umbrella tool of this is how do you feel? Do you feel joy? Do you feel excitement? Do you hang out with certain people and they make you feel really good, inspired, and empowered? Do you have conversations with impactful people that make you think, that make you question certain things? You see, that is what gives that little pivot to, again, slightly shift our reality. And you could hold like a very good, joyous memory, super true, that every time something that's really heavy or you're feeling really sad, you automatically switch it over. And for some, you may think that this is kind of like um, spiritual bypassing and toxic positivity. And that could be a label that anybody puts on anything because it's subjective. I'm not saying that there isn't validity in mourning or crying or being upset or being angry. I am saying that the validity comes from the awareness of your experience to again point to the way in which you do want to feel. And if you can be in that experience that is a little heavier or a little bit more daunting and be aware of it, and introduce a happier thought or introduce another positive possibility or introduce a slightly higher thinking thought, then you begin to build the momentum in that positive direction that then in turn keeps you feeling good. And when you're feeling good, people look at you and can sense it and they project that goodness to you as well. It's infectious. Just like any energy that is heavy or negative could be a damper on a party or a situation, the latter is true that positivity and being joyful and sometimes going out with one specific person in a group of individuals completely changes the night for the better. Right? And when when there is that introduction, you're interjecting the negative, heavy energies that maybe you're accustomed to feeling every day, all day, and you give yourself a little bit more generality. And being general, one of my favorite um, you know, practices to do, probably why I love being outside, is to meditate on the sun on my skin and to feel that abundance like it's just constantly constantly giving it feels warm 
feels good. It just like puts a smile on my face. It grounds me. It softens me. It gives me permission to melt. And then I kind of bring that feeling up, 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 up in my body until I feel that abundance in me. And then I look at one shard of grass. And I think about how many shards of grass there are in my backyard. How many? And then I'm thinking in my neighborhood, in the world, there's so much, so much abundance. And that helps shift my energy. Or like one grain of sand, like how much that is, right? And when you begin to get into that good feeling, thought, and experience, knowing that your mind generates pictures, you begin to picture in conjunction with an emotion that begins to put things in motion. And if you don't believe me, just try it. Just try it. Give it a week. I promise you, you will begin to see shifts. You will begin to see synchronicities. You will begin to see these connections. Because when you release this fixated idea of how the outcome will come about, you murder the possibility and you murder the moment of what could possibly be. Because remember, there are a multitude of different ways in which one thing can turn out. And when you're in that higher thinking thought where things are always working out for me, things are always working out for me, I'm always at the right place at the right time, and you're in that frequency and you're in that momentum and you begin to see these confirmations Yes, you were in the right place at the right time. You met this person that brought you to this, that showed you this, all these different things. Then you begin to incrementally increase that momentum in that, that area, okay? And then a beautiful thing happens. You begin to see the physical manifestations of that energy, When we think about abundance and we begin in nature or something very general, you feel the feeling that you want to feel if you had a million billion dollars in your bank account without it being there. And then things begin to shift to bring it into your bank account. And it doesn't happen overnight like some of these, you know, people or gurus um, kind of, I feel like it's kind of moving out of of the space and the self-help space. But I do think that there are some people that believe that like, oh, I just got to keep, I keep saying this thought, keep saying this thought, keep saying this thought, and it's going to come into being. But no, it needs to be infused with a frequency. And if the frequency isn't there the reciting of the mantras, the reciting of these affirmations do jack diddly squat. So when we look at the sense of self, the sense of self is your manifestation machine. You just have to refine it. You just have to fine tune it and you have to incrementally begin to shift your reality through higher vibrational thoughts, 
higher vibrational feelings and putting yourself there. And for some, if you're like, this is too woo, like, okay, Shelly, fine, like, whatever, okay, whatever. You're going to stay where you are. And if you want more for yourself, give it a try. Because your sense of self, the bigger self, is dying for you to interact with it. It is dying for you to partake in it. And it is dying for you to not die before you experience this beautiful life that you are able to experience. And it doesn't take too much. Like I said, human design and understanding your natal chart really help point to the direction of the self if you feel lost within this conversation or don't feel as though this possibility is there. And I promise you, it is there. Your inner being, your higher self, is literally jumping up and down, waving at the sidelines for you to plug back into that power, that source energy, that flow, that ease, that life gets to be easy. Those people who believe that life is supposed to be about working hard and about the struggle and about perseverance and keep going. What doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Those people have those limiting beliefs. And until those limiting beliefs are shifted and until those limiting beliefs are developed and created into more sustainable beliefs, that person will always be there in that space. Always look at others and judge or criticize. Look at themselves and judge and criticize. And you have nothing to lose here except the old energy and the old bullshit that you don't want to come into this physical manifestation. But you do. People that are always feeling low, they have weird days, stub their toe, something happens, their car, they're this. It's like constant, right? But you got to shift it. The best time to shift this is to do it at the very beginning of the morning as soon as you wake before you touch your phone. This is where you begin to get general, where you begin to say, I want to feel X, Y, and Z today. I'm excited to have a free coffee today. And what does a free coffee feel like? Oh, I would love to go to a coffee shop and somebody just nicely pays for my coffee. Or start super general, right? Today's a good day. I'm grateful that my heart is beating. I'm grateful that I had a good night. I'm grateful that I slept. Grateful for my body. I appreciate the ability to wake up. The sun. Ah, today's going to be a good day. Today is going to be a good day. Right? And you continue to energetically move and shift in this direction. And you begin to shift your world. 
and you begin to see the things that you wanted to see, touch, taste, smell, and hear at that point. And I know that my life's work is to really bring others to that sacred, sacred self space. And for you to understand that choosing your happiness, choosing to see yourself in situations and to feel into what is being felt and categorizing that as this is for me, this is not for me because it feels good, because it feels light. That is for you. When something excites you, when something lights you up, when you love to do something, when you feel good doing something, that means it's for you. When you feel anything other than that, that is your inner being saying, no, this isn't for us or we need to figure out and course correct what's happening here. There are a lot of things that are out of our control that make us feel yuck stuck and what the fuck. But there is a way. There is a way to pivot. And in that moment, maybe even just asking the universe, saying, universe, show me the bigger why. Show me the caveat. And it could be and come clear as day. And it could be that these things and unfoldings have to happen in order for energy to clear, for more to be welcomed into your world. And this selfishness that people throw on other people, oh, you're so selfish for doing this, oh, you're so selfish for going on vacation and leaving your kids, oh, you're, you're selfish because you want this, or, oh, you're selfish because you want that, whatever, is such bullshit because who you are and what you desire is valid, but you have to ensure that who you are and what you desire is really coming from a valid space not the mind. It needs to come from the feeling. Your feelings are the indicators. They are not the end-all be-all, but they are the indicators. They show you, they give you that little compass reading in the form that you could feel that's not a part of the physical reality in which you see. Right? And that is connecting to your higher self. And for some people, this could be challenging. This was really challenging for me, um, you know, in my younger years to really understand what this meant because I was so confused and I was so consumed by so many different ideas and societal norms and my mom's voice and friends' voices that I had lost my own voice in that. I didn't know what she sounded like anymore. And that's when human design and understanding my natal chart really transformed my life. And it's what I use as the foundation for helping my clients to do the same. 
And if you're interested in stepping into a free webinar, I'm going to be hosting a free webinar in March and it's called Empowered You. And this is a breakthrough to the Empowered You to begin to see similar intricacies that I mentioned here in this conversation that will invite you to pivot ever so slightly to begin to change your reality and to begin to change the world in which you see. If you're interested in joining me and the right now I have five others that are signed up, make sure to go down into the show notes and sign up for the waitlist to get notified as to the official date and time. It will be recorded and it will be emailed out only to the people that enroll into the waitlist. So this is an opportunity for you and in just this 30 minutes that we've had this conversation to begin to explore what this conversation has brought up in you to begin to see your own world and begin to be observant and aware and ask questions. Like if you really despise doing something, how can you change it in some way? And some people are like, oh, I can't change it. I can't change it. Chat GBT is fucking amazing. Go into chat GBT and type, how can I change such and such situation? Can you please give me some examples? Can you give me examples of how to see this situation, blah, 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 differently? Literally, give yourself the opportunity to let a different perspective in in those moments that feel like total dog shit. It's then that you begin to really see and feel and touch and smell and taste the parts of the reality that you desire because you're calling it in energetically because you're no longer putting up with your own bullshit thoughts. You're no longer putting up with bullshit, half-ass energy. You're being what? Selfish because you know what? What you want. And you know how you want something by how you feel. Okay? Put your feelers out there, y'all. I love you.